You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 10. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi, everyone. I think the hardest thing with doing this podcast is knowing how you're going to start it because there's a lot of things that are going in through your head and it's kind of like, you know, what do you start with? What are the best things to talk about and pulling it all together? I kind of feel that as I'm doing this podcast, there's different things that we experience, that I experience in my life that kind of tailors to what I want to talk to about this next week. I feel that I have things that happen to me that comes to my attention that I think it's important for us all to understand and go through and realize that through everything that we go through, that we're never alone and that we are constantly being guided and led and also being able to feel peace and comfort. This week, I wanted to talk about rising above defeat. You know, life is full of many wonderful things, but life can also be really hard. It can be sad and tragic and even unpredictable. This week in our family, we have felt a lot of defeat. I have been going around talking about that. We feel like if you know the story of Hubie Brown about the current bush and being constantly cut, cut down and being molded into something great, but we just don't know what that great is yet. This week, we've been trying to focus on what are these great things that we are being molded into becoming. As I talked to you about um, of Hubie Brown, he gave a talk in at BYU in 1968. And I kind of just want to read you the story because I think it really affected me in realizing that we are not alone and that Heavenly Father knows us and he is creating us into something amazing. So it says, 60 odd years ago, I was on a farm in Canada. I had purchased the farm from another who had been somewhat careless in keeping it up. I went out, I went out one morning and found a currant bush that was at least six feet high. I knew that it was going all to wood. There was no sign of blossom or of fruit. I had experience in pruning trees before we left Salt Lake to go to Canada, as my father had a fruit farm. So I got my pruning shears and went to work on that currant bush, and I clipped it and cut it and cut it down till there was nothing left but a little clump of stumps. And as I looked at them, I yielded to an impulse, which I often have, to talk with inanimate things and have them talk back to me. It's ridiculous habit. It's one I can't overcome. As I looked at this little clump of stump, there seems to be a tear on each one. And I said, what's the matter, current bush? Why are you crying about? And I thought I heard the current bush speak. It seems to say, how could you do this to me? 
I was making such wonderful growth. I was almost as large as the fruit tree and the shade tree, and now you have cut me down. And all in the gardener will look upon me in contempt with pity. How could you do it? I thought you were the gardener here. I thought I heard from the currant bush. I thought it so much that I answered it back. I said, Look, little currant bush, I am the gardener here. I know what you want to be. If I let you go your way, you will never amount to anything. But some day, when you are laden with fruit, you are going to think back and say, Thank you, Mr. Gardener, for cutting me down, for loving me enough to hurt me. We might ask, If God is kind, a loving Father, why does He allow His children to suffer and to hurt? We must remember that He does not bring hardship upon us, but that this is life and that we are here to be tested, and He will give us experience for all of our good. We grow and we develop spiritually by what we experience. I really feel that it's during these times that we grow really close to our Heavenly Father, and if we don't have these experiences, we will never understand the goodness of our Heavenly Father. When I was in high school, a sophomore, I tore out one of my knees, and it was a huge disappointment for me. I talked about it before on another podcast, but two weeks into my sophomore year, I totally tore out my knee, and I had to have surgery, and it was so bad that I had to actually be in homeschool for the first the first quarter, and this was so tragic for me because I felt that this was my breakaway, that I finally was able to be in a position where other people could know me and get to know me and not I wouldn't be judged from coming from a polygamous family. I would be able to meet a lot of people. And I felt at this time that everything was just stripped away from me. And now I had to go back to being this person where I was laid up in bed, homeschooled, on crutches, and I wasn't able to meet anybody or experience truly what high school was going to be about. I worked really, really hard to come back. I loved to cheer, and I just really wanted to do this. As soon as I got rid of those crutches, I started to work out my knee as much as I could. I even got to the point to where I started doing back handsprings with a big brace on. I just worked every day trying to get back. My junior year came, and I was actually able to cheer my whole junior year. When it came to my senior year, I was two weeks into the year again, my knee tore again. My meniscus went out, and as I was up performing with the cheerleaders, I had to hop off the stage because my knee would not straighten or bend. It was locked. I went in to go see the doctors, and I had to go back into surgery. At this time, I knew Me being the kind of cheerleader I wanted to be was over. I was going to have a long haul to get back. There was a lot of hard emotions that I went through at that time, feeling like I had a second chance and it was completely taken away from me. They had to put somebody in to replace me. It was so devastating for me 
to be able to see somebody else in my spot and giving them my uniform. I don't think people really understand what you have to go through until you've had to go through this or one of your close relatives have had to go through things like this. But I could, I bet if you were to look in your life, you might not have the same story. But there's things that you have really worked towards or sacrificed a lot. And on the other side, you have felt so defeated. This is how I felt at that time. I just felt like everything was crashing down on me and I was so defeated. So why did I go through this? I feel that I went through this because I needed to learn who I was, who I wanted to be, what kind of friend I wanted to be, how I wanted to treat others, and what was the most important thing in life. Most of all, though, as I look back now, I had to realize what my children someday would experience so that I could help them through their own trials. I have six kids, and my three oldest sons have all torn their ACLs. My first son, he's had three ACL surgeries. My second son has had two ACL surgeries. And my third son, we just found out that he tore his other ACL, and so this will be his second surgery. This has been very difficult for our family. My third son, he tore it last spring playing rugby. Football is his love. This was his junior year when he tore it. His senior year was just right around the corner. We sent him to New Zealand so that he could get his ACL surgery done there. There's a guy that we use that is the All Blacks rugby team there, and it's the surgeon that that they use. And we really felt that with Brax, we wanted to get him to a surgeon that was really specialized in bringing players back because we knew that this was something that was very important to him in his life. So we sent him there, and when he came back, he worked and worked and worked really, really hard. He had to sacrifice a lot of his time, way more than his teammates, in trying to rehab this knee to bring it back. After four months after ACL surgery, he was back on the field playing, and he played his heart out. He actually had some really awesome plays that even made it to the TV. One week, he even made the number one play on Huddle, which is the high school's system that they use, that they video all of the high school games. And he made it um, as the number ninth play on the National Fox Sports channel. He was doing amazing. He felt like his life was back and he, w- he was not able to have to miss his senior year. Just a few days ago, he was out playing. He was doing a block play. He went down. Last time he tore his left ACL and this time he went down on his right side. When he went down, he knew that something bad had happened, but he picked himself up and he hobbled as best as he could onto the sideline. And as soon as he got to the sideline, he just dropped in pain that something bad had happened. This morning, we took him in for an MRI, and it confirmed that he had tore his ACL plus other things in there with you know, his meniscus, and he had a 
strain on other ligaments and there was just a lot of things that had happened because of this injury. This was heartbreaking for both me and my husband because we knew that this was going to be the end of his high school year with playing football. I know that what I experienced in high school is also to help me so that I could help my children go through the things that they are going through. I know the heartache that it is. I know the emotional aspect that's attached to it. I know how you feel that you just worked so hard and and you are just so defeated. I know that when there's times that you are just trying to tread water and you feel like you just cannot go any farther. I know those feelings. You know, you have also experienced these things in your life. We all experience these things, but it's just different stories. You experience different things than I did, but I know that I had specific things that I experienced so that I could also help my children. If there was no sadness, we could not find joy. Without bitterness, we could not recognize sweetness. There has to be opposition in everything so that we can progress. During this time, we have prayed and prayed and prayed, and we've asked other people to pray, and we've been praying for miracles because I do believe that there are so many miracles. And even in this process, I know that there's going to be many miracles that come about it. But if we prayed and we got everything that we wanted, then there would be no sickness, there would be no death, there would be no unpleasant events or poverty, but there would also not be growth. Life is full of frustrations and challenges, and we often feel that we are so inadequate to deal with them. But it's during these times that we have to realize where our hope lies, and that is with our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. As we call upon Heavenly Father to help us, we will feel comfort and we will feel support. We will feel His arms around us. We will feel Him encouraging and lifting our burdens and easing our pains. Nothing is too great for Him. In the Book of Mormon, Alma 37, 35-37, it says, O remember, my son, and learn wisdom in thy youth. Yea, learn in thy youth to keep the commandments of God. Yea, cry unto God for all of thy support. Yea, let all thy doings be unto the Lord. And whithersoever thou goest, let it be in the Lord. Yea, let all thy thoughts be directed unto the Lord. Yea, let the affections of the heart be placed upon the Lord forever. Counsel with the Lord in all thy doings, and he will direct thee for good. Yea, when thou liest down at night, lie down unto the Lord, that he may watch over you in your sleep. And when thou risest in the morning, let your heart be full of thanks unto God. And if you do these things, you shall be lifted up at the last day. I feel this week that we as a family have been totally defeated emotionally, physically, and um, financially knowing that this is going to have to be our second knee surgery that we have to pay for this year. I do know that there's going to be many more disappointments that are ahead of us. Some of them are going to be really hard. And sometimes I'm going to wonder if God is really there. And I'm going to ask him, are you gone? And you also are going to have things that happen to you. 
And you're going to be experiencing these things that you just do not want to go through. But I want you to know that you are not alone. God is there with you. He is aware of you individually. He knows who you are. He knows what you are, are capable of becoming. Do not be discouraged, but have courage to face it. Have courage to continue to go forward that you may be able to see his love through your trials. When my husband called my son today to tell him about the devastating news because they went to go get the MRI this morning, he said back to him on the phone, well, this is something else I can add to my story. What an incredible young man taking this with stride, knowing that this is what Heavenly Father wants him to go through right now. And as he goes through this, he will learn the man that he wants him to become. The Apostle Paul, he knew the importance of pressing forward through adversity, and he wrote, This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before. You know, we cannot change the things that we have gone through, the things that we have experienced in our past. But what we can change is how we look at them towards the future. What is our next step and how are we going to handle what's ahead of us? I hope for all of you and even for myself that I realize that God is the gardener in our life. He is growing and molding us into what we are to become. He has never left us alone. We need to find goodness amongst these trials and lean upon them. When hard times come, because they always will, press forward and look to see how you can bring your light to the world. Because you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.